Welcome to Sacred by Design, a podcast by women for women. Together, we'll explore issues like betrayal trauma, sexual brokenness, and more. It's time to connect your struggle to your story to God. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Sacred by Design. Uh, Today, I have Rebecca joining me, and we are going into a topic that uh, a lot of you may have heard of, and it is called the purity culture. It was a movement in the 90s evangelical church, and the purity culture was um, a strong current of deep shame uh, and messages around sex that involved nothing but shame, really. Teens growing up within the subculture of the church may have worn purity rings to show others that they were, quote unquote, clean. Um, They might have attended love weights banquets instead of going to prom. Um, If you were one of those kids, your chastity belt might have been strapped on so tight that it left a mark on your mind, on your heart on your body, and definitely on your sexuality. And on this episode um, of Sacred by Design, Rebecca is with me to unwrap a little bit more about what this message taught, um, what it may have sent, the messages it may have sent back then, and what it looks like now. So with this big of a topic, Rebecca, where do we even begin? Yeah, yeah. Purity culture focused a lot on what to say no to, Mm -hmm. and by doing that, missed a lot of other things that that we want to say yes to, and missed kind of this uh, bigger view of God's design and beauty in sexuality. So we want to talk some about what what were some of those things that purity culture said no to and and hopefully bust some of those myths a little bit but we we want to see through that too and talk about where are some of the yeses what do we what do we want to say yes to here what does god have for us um and and even as a bigger conversation as christians boy we're known a lot for what we say no to right and what if what if we were known more for what we said yes to. And what could that even look like? Hmm. Well, that is, <laughs> I mean, that's not even just looking at purity culture differently. That's looking at God differently. Yeah. And I love the idea that right off the bat, you just did not hesitate <laughs> to bring that truth bomb because we are saying yes to so much more. Mm. And so the purity culture, yes, said no to a lot of things, but what are we going to say yes to? Um, And I love the idea of looking um, at the purity culture through uh, kind of myths. So if we can bust some of those myths together, are you game? Are you ready? Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Um, I have a couple of them. Um, Myth number one, uh, girls, girls, it's your fault. Boys have those kinds of feelings. What that says is as a woman, it's really up to you. And the message here is strong. Stewarding sexuality is both your responsibility and your fault. Oof. Right? Yeah. This breaks my heart just hearing it like yeah. that. Breaks my heart for women. Yeah. And and how often did we have that modeled for us too of, of contempt towards others and, and shame towards ourselves? That's that's hefty. Mm. And, and with this, it's bound up in fear and shame, like you said, and misses out on the love and beauty and honor that that's intrinsic to how we are as women, how we're how we're made. Um, 
and, and and really a big one with this is it really misses the whole whole piece of of women's sexuality that that's that we don't even that doesn't get focused on we don't talk about that nearly as much as we do on uh on the men's side of things but to to talk about how we're designed mm. that our bodies our desire are good and remarkable but that that gets missed when we get put uh put this on us of it's our it's our responsibility it's our fault we want to we want to bust that up yes because uh, it is more remarkable than it should be restricted mm. um mm. so i mm. number 2 girls it's your choice either you're a slut dirty or one of those girls or a prude the teaching here was if you indulge your desires you better go underground and hide it or just flat out squash mm. your sexuality yeah what a lose lose both of those don't sound real great not not no. an invitation that i want and and again this misses the mark because it really puts a heavy emphasis on not not women but really women's virginity like as a status this is something you're you're uh, and there's a lot of terrible metaphors here which i'm not going to repeat any of those not worth repeating but um that that's a status that you're handed, but could is tenuous. You could easily lose it mm-hmm. instead of instead of looking at what if purity was something. I don't even want to use that word really, but mm. but what if that it was a it was a virtue that we that we grow in that we cultivate with God's help, not just a marker or a status, but something that's that that's continuing. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a big shift and and one that I continue to to come, try to come back to. And what a journey that should not be silenced and not restricted, but this invitation to more. I mean, it's just an invitation that you keep repeating almost um, with both of these myths of just um, to not be silent, uh, but to ask questions, to explore um, something that we like to do here at Regeneration Ministries is um, uh, use the the gift of curiosity of being curious, and there's no room for curiosity here. Mm. Mm. Myth number three: Girls wait to have sex until you're married. After you're married, you'll flip a switch, have a ton of sex, and it'll be amazing. Yeah, and and we just know too many stories that that's not. It's just not true. It's just not true that that whether and across the spectrum, really, whether it's couples who who haven't engaged sexually before marriage, um, but then once they are married, that it's it's hard for them to start to say yes to each other, or uh, whether the couple's been engaging sexually before marriage and 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 relearning how to say yes within marriage when there's kind of a thrill to sneaking around or. Um, or, or uh, you know, engaging before marriage, but um, but having to learn, to relearn how to do that within within marriage, um, and it, it puts a spotlight and a really big focus on mm. the first time, doesn't it? Yeah, which is undoubtedly important, but there's a lot more afterwards, right? Your wedding day—that's that, a big day, but your marriage is what happens afterwards and and with sex too that this this myth it's it's wait 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 and then flip the switch but 
there's there's a lot more that happens afterwards and and puts a lot of pressure just on that uh, on your first time. If you have something we should be talking about, let us know. Send us an email to podcast at regenerationministries.org. In the meantime, please be sure to review, rate, subscribe, and share. Back to the show. What is a different way to handle that? What's a, what's a more inviting way to handle that wait, wait, wait part, you know, mm-hmm. um, um, without shame, minus the shame? How mm-hmm. do you do that? This doesn't maybe totally answer your question, but there's a quote that I really love that relates to this idea of purity uh, from a, a priest called Tarek Sikowski. Um, and he's talking about chastity, which I know that's kind of a, that's kind of a, a dirty word. We don't, we don't really like to use that one. It's got a bad rap. But talking about it more as this is something that we that we grow in um, and in whatever place we find ourselves. So he says, I'm, I'm just going to read it here. Mm-hmm. Chastity is a free, joyful, wholehearted, creative, giving and receiving of love in the way that best suits the place we find ourselves whether that's married, single, celibate, dating, engaged, elderly, prepubescent, adolescent, same-sex attracted, sick, disabled, divorced, widowed, etc. In the place we find ourselves, chastity is this free, joyful, wholehearted, creative giving and receiving of love. That's a, that's a total shift. That's a definition worth investigating and living by and going for. That's something I want to say yes to. Yeah. I just feel like um, for anybody listening who might have grown up in the purity culture, um, that even just revisiting some of these ideas can really trigger some feelings. Um, Like even just in your belly, you know, just Mm -hmm. to feel like a tightness or uh, even a headache developing just because well, this is what was right, or this is what I was told, and this is what I did. But then to hear an invitation like the, um, what is the his name again? Derek Sikowski. Yes, I mean, Derek, thank you Thanks, Derek. <laughs> for that kind of um, eloquence and freedom mm. and joy, and that that's the invitation that God sets before us for our sexuality, for our sexuality, because God created us with our sexuality. And it is sacred by design. Mm. That's worth sitting with for a moment. Yeah. So if that's you, if you're feeling some of that, some of that tightness here or remembering some of the things that you were taught or, or some of the things that you're trying to, to lay down, to unlearn, we want to end today with something I, I call a body scan. Uh, but just to be able to be a little bit more connected to ourselves, how we're feeling, and in our body. So I'll lead us through. I like to close my eyes when I do this. If you don't feel like doing that, or that's not a good idea right now, wherever you're listening to this podcast, feel free to just kind of soften your 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 gaze, whatever you're looking at. We'll start just by taking a couple deep breaths, letting yourself settle in. Knowing even that is hard to do sometimes. That feels a little clunky, and that's okay. And starting at the top of your head, we're going to work our way slowly down, just checking in where you feel any tension or release in the place between your eyebrows and your cheeks or your jaw. Moving down into your neck and your shoulders. And with each exhale, let your shoulders come down a little bit more. 
Notice how when you take an inhale, it fills your chest. Let your stomach go soft. Let your hands relax. Maybe your fingers curl inward. Moving down into your hips and the tops of your legs. And then all the way down to your toes. Feeling yourself all together, all connected. Knowing that you are made intentionally by God with love, full of beauty, that you are honored, your desires are good. Biggest breath you've taken yet today, and let it come out like a sigh. That was great. <laughs> Thank you, Rebecca. I just think that um, what a gift for uh, women who experience growing up in the culture of purity culture. And, um, you know, have you heard when you're doing your story work, you know, when you're trying to figure out or get to the source of your your pain or your struggle or a habit or whatever it is that you um, start to collect the dots. And then when you do the dedicated work of sitting with a therapist, with a coach, with a journal, <laughs> with God, to you start to connect the dots. And what a gift for women, especially if they have daughters right now, mm-hmm. that they're able to correct those dots moving forward for their daughters so that they grow up with that invitation, mm-hmm. with the freedom and the beauty of what their sexuality can and should look like. Um, what a gift. Yeah, to move move away from being scared uh, of our design to to embodying the sacredness of it. That's a wrap. Time to stretch out your hands, take a deep breath, and actually release it this time. If we've touched on something that you want to go deeper with, check out our coaching page to set up an appointment with one of us. Head to our website at regenerationministries.org.